Welcome to The Digital Couch, a podcast by Value First, featuring global thinkers and their stories. Over to your host now. Hello, we are back with a new episode of Digital Couch. This is Himanshu, your host for the day, and I've got with me today Ram Kumar. Ram is the CEO and founder of Nirok Street. Welcome, Ram. Thank you so much, Himansu, for having me on your prestigious show. It's a delight. Thank you for coming and agreeing to be with us. I want to congratulate you on your new funding round of 2.5 million. Such exciting time for you. Absolutely. This is very exciting. And more than funding, it is also ability to do better and grow faster. That's yes. what excites us more. So I, I, I would like our listeners to know more about your journey and what came for you to start Nirok Street. This is a, actually realization for myself. This is a self-realization that led to starting Rogue Street. So, ha- hello everyone. I'm Ram M. Kumar, uh, founder and CEO of Rogue Street. And I started Rogue Street to promote the benefits of Ayurveda globally by helping digitize the market. Okay. Ayurveda is important to me because it helped save my life. I was diagnosed with hepatitis C in my early part of youth. I still consider my youth. That's why I'm calling it early part of my youth. <laughs> yeah, you, you still look young, so I think definitely. And my health uh, actually deteriorated to a point where I was on drift to survive. My doctor had tried all he could using Western medicine, but nothing really worked. So he recommended that I change course and shift to Ayurveda. After three years on Ayurveda, I was fully cured and healthy again. While being bedridden and going through treatment, opened up about the issues the sector faces. People trust Ayurveda, but they don't trust the doctor and the medicines. It was during my journey that I realized probably the biggest problem facing the industry, trust. To give you a glimpse of this market, majority of Indians take both Ayurveda and Western medicine. And practically every Indian has taken Ayurveda at least once in their lives. So this one realization which changed me personally. So of course, when I got cured from uh, hepatitis B, I started my career, I started working. Um, and then I kept on helping people. Then one realization that I saw that India is a country of billions. Yes. And driving a change in a country like India is an uphill, uphill task. Definitely. So... What so basically, so it can be intimidating trying to fuel such a change. So, what encouraged us was the fact that we are going to solve a problem that most people are facing on a daily basis lack of satisfactory healthcare facilities. With Ayurveda, things are even more tricky. Unlike the modern healthcare system, the Ayurveda practicing community in India remains largely unconnected. Doctors work in silos and there is practically no knowledge sharing which 
happens between these doctors. Okay. So, idea was this is the first issue at the Rose Street that we wanted to solve. Build a platform where doctors can exchange cases, discuss okay. case studies. How can we expect India's oldest and a healthcare system which is actually powering most of hinterlands in India if it is not well connected? So this is the reason we started. We started Rogue Street because we wanted to create an impact. We wanted our doctors to deliver better healthcare to their patients using digital mediums. Got that it. is what we wanted to do with it. Okay. So uh, tell me before you started Rogue Street. Uh, first of all, obviously Ayurveda helped you in your uh, to save your life and uh, to bring you back to your feet. But what was the journey before Nirok Street? Uh, uh, how did you reach Nirok Street? Where did you, uh, what kind of businesses you did? What kind of learnings you had uh, to reach this stage to make a successful business of Nirok Street? So my career has been made of impact. Coming okay. from, from I, in fact, I grew up in a village which had no electricity till I passed 12. Wow. So you can, you can imagine um, every single thing that I that I see are changing lives. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And I have personally seen healthcare challenges. Okay. How people have suffered from it. How okay. these traditional medicine practitioners, Ayurveda doctors, actually power entire healthcare ecosystem of the country. But this was not the start. So they told you early in my youth, I got hepatitis C. Yeah. And what happened when I got cured, I started working in advertising. I worked in advertising. Um, and uh, then I moved on in 2011, end of 2011, to start my entrepreneurial journey. Okay. While working in advertising, I had worked with a lot of uh, in the market years. And what I realized, that while there is a lot of off-the-self technology available for technology leaders, CTOs, yeah. but there is nothing for market years. Okay. And they need a lot of what you call uh, bespoke solutions. Yeah, definitely. We started Markitech as a company which will create bespoke solutions for marketeers. Okay. We started doing pretty well. Okay. Then, uh, basically, then a lot of time I would think what I am doing is actually creating value that okay. to only monetary for myself. Okay. Whatever I'm doing, it is not creating any value for society. Okay. And I always thought from a perspective, how can it touch a billion lives? Wow. So you only wanted to make an impact. I think I think that was your your thing. You also wanted to like make an impact, make a change. Yes, and in fact, uh, helping people, um, being part of various uh, charities was. I have always been doing that. Okay. So then in 2015, this urge became very, very strong that okay. I want to touch a billion lives. Okay. And in a country like India, if you want to touch a billion lives, there is nothing better than healthcare. Corona yeah. has, in fact, proved that yeah, healthcare definitely. infrastructure in this country are in shambles. Yeah. Doctors are also helpless, particularly this. You know, um, you know, Ayush or what you call traditional medicine system or Ayurveda, how, how you were to say it. Yeah. So what I decided 
that a medicine system which actually changed my life. Yeah. And so there is nothing better than actually working on something which saved my life in healthcare too. Okay. And that's where the journey of, uh, you know, you know, Nirog Street started. So fast forward, I started to, I, but, so I actually sold the company Markatech uh, by end of 2015. Okay, wow. Okay. And uh, I started working on the idea of Nirog Street. Okay. Uh, it was June 2016 when I was actually started full-time working on this. This was not the lowest hanging fruit. There was no information available, what's happening, what the doctors. I mean, because I told you there is no trust is the biggest problem that I saw in this category. Yeah. So I started meeting people and everything. Just to tell you, it took me almost one and a half years to be actually find the, the kind of product we would launch. Okay. We launched our first product in, um, you know, in, in December uh, 2017 almost one and a half years okay and that's where and the idea was let us let there be exchange of ideas exchange of cases how they treat their people okay. let the doctors connect with each other okay today so how old is the road street now so from a, when i started i always call it when i started it's almost five years but yeah. since the product launch, for, okay. from a product launch perspective, it's close to three and a half years. Okay. That's how I, I say it. Okay, got it. Because, uh, you know... The inception, the idea, the, the planning and everything took some time. I'm not planning. In fact, while, you know, twice I launched and made a POC, then I realized this is not going to work. Okay. Let's do something okay. else. Wow. So, you know, because this is, again, coming from a fact that it's traditional medicine. Yeah. It was not something that everyone knows what is going to work and what what is actually their need. Yeah. Where yeah. they need the support. And then that's where you realize that what they need, what is actually needed for this Ayurveda category, exchange of information. That's all. Yeah. yeah. That is going to change this. And that is actually changed everything for us at the Road Street. Okay. And then also while we were uh, launching this and uh, you know while we would go and meet a lot of uh, investors yeah. a couple of them would not say no this is not the category this is very small category nobody knows in fact majority of people did not even know that to practice ayurveda you need to go through a medical degree yeah I, I, for the, the longest time before i met you i did not know this so i think yeah. that and it is basically bachelor's of ayurveda medicine and surgery which is, which is uh-huh. Uh, which takes equal time frame as MBBS practitioners as well. Wow. And how many of these doctors exist? How many Ayurveda doctors exist? India has 700,000 Ayurveda practitioners in total. Wow. That's a massive. And in total, India has 1.3 million, um, you know, all Ayush practitioners, which includes Ayurveda, Unani, Homeopathy, Siddha, Sovarikpa. Okay. So, Sevarikpa is the Tibetan system of medicine. Yunani, you know, is a very popular in India, part of India's legacy. Very popular in Central Asia as well as in UAE as well. Got it. It's a recognized system of medicine. So, all these things actually made uh, where we are. So it has been a journey of resilience. And why we are doing that? 
India is truly introduction, you know, of India to the world. Ayurveda is comes from India. Yes, definitely. It is an heritage of India, which yeah. has helped us define us as a nation for last five thousand plus years. So, does Ayurveda exist outside India? Absolutely, it does. In fact, couple of countries outside of India recognize it as a system of medicine as well. In okay. fact, some of those countries which do not recognize, they actually take it as a supplement, but they are taking it. Okay. It is so today. US is second largest market of Ayurveda outside of India. Wow. Okay. You know, UAE. How big is the market? How big is this market in so volume? The market of only medicine, not FMCG, is eight yeah. billion US dollar. Expected to become twenty-five billion dollar by twenty, you know, twenty thirty. And and the investors before never thought this market is so big. What you were doing? How did that change? So a lot of time, Indian investors only think from the perspective: is it a copy of US or not? Yeah. This is this is like a genuine Indian business. So the good part of us is so that is where you will have an international people coming and say, "Hey, this is great! Like yoga happened. Oh, yeah. this looks cool. <laughs> this is very unorganized." So that's yeah. how we got our 60th investor when we met. Spiral Ventures actually invested in us. Okay. In fact, Spiral's first, um, you know, Spiral's portfolio company where, where they were the first investor, Gukala Park went public. Um, in in Jakarta Stock Exchange uh, only this week. Okay, congratulations to them. So and yeah, they, and uh, and they were a great they were a great partner to us. And then we got in journey a couple of good people who started backing us, and um, we if we consider we started growing pretty well on that. Today on our on our platform we have fifty thousand plus practitioners using our social network okay. to to be able to deliver better healthcare to their patients. And obviously, the fifty thousand. Your aim is to go uh, seven lakh. So uh, our aim is simple. Our aim is to actually empower uh, one million non-allopathic practitioners to be able to deliver. While we are currently doing only on Ayurveda, yeah. deliver better healthcare to their patients. Okay. So okay. of seven lakhs, I would not say. In fact, everyone. So I always say that let's do only with five lakhs. <laughs> 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 not, not the seven lakh entirely, and you also have another twenty-five thousand new graduates entering the system every year. Yeah, yeah. Twenty-five thousand new graduates only in Ayurveda come out every year. Wow, that's amazing. It's not a small number. Yeah, no one talks about it. You know, like uh, it's surprising that this is not like spoken about so much widely in the media or press or or anywhere mm-hmm. as a career. Or a growth opportunity, and this is our science. So it's good to know someone like you is like promoting our science, our way of living, and our way of healthcare across India and globally. So when I say everyone, yeah. in fact, yeah. investor also, yeah. So when I say what you are going to tell me, I'm I'm going to tell you the story of India. Yeah. That's all. What I am doing is truly story of India. Yeah. If you believe in story of India, invest in us. And but but your first but your first investor was not Indian, right? Not Indian. He's he's Japanese. Yeah, Japanese. So your first investor was outside India who believe in your story. Absolutely, because they believe in story of India more than the Indians themselves. Yeah, I think that is. I think that's why you stand out. Like I think uh, as a business, also you stand out because you're talking, you're doing 
an impact in India, and it's not a copy of any other startup. And you're creating a revolution within India of the Indian yeah. business ecosystem. So it's amazing. So in fact, let, let me just tell you an anecdote. Before the deal we did, yeah. I actually went and offered thirty percent of a company for thirty lakh because I was so broke. Oh my god! Spending all the money to someone. Okay. He did not take. Oh, uh, he must and be regretting it. Biggest regret of his life, even. Today. Yeah, definitely. But I am happy he did not take it. And and you. Yeah. Your journey of listening to fifty nine no's. You said six sixteen investor invested, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yes. Fifty nine no's. Is a is a massive number, and your motivation to keep on going is something we should all learn from. So tell us, what was it which made you keep on going at it every time you heard a no? Because I certainly believed in it. Okay. I am passionate about this medicine system. Okay. And I am going to revive this. What okay. I am doing is I am doing for India. Okay. So like Neeraj Chopra. Yesterday, got Javelin gold medal for us. Yes, yes, definitely. Vishnu got us the pride. Yeah. I want to bring that pride in healthcare for my country. Okay, that's an amazing. Uh, it like gives me it, it, it gives me a pep up because someone from India is promoting India to the sixth tenth. So I think definitely that's a a big motivation for you to go on and on, and I think you are proving it. With your round, you've just raised and the amount you've raised. So, are the investors now Indian companies, or who are the investors in this round? Again, these are also uh, you know uh, globally acclaimed Singapore-based uh, investors who led it. Okay. Uh, but deep interest in healthcare. Okay. And some amazing people also backed us, like uh, you know Anuj. Anuj was a former um, head of maps at Google. Okay, amazing. We also got Gokul. Gokul is known as godfather of Google AdSense. Okay. He also built entire advertising business, advertising platform for Facebook event. Okay, wow. And uh, currently he helped two dozen. So a couple of uh, amazing, amazing people are now backing us, and they are not just investor. I always say them as an operator investor, where they actually help you in doing better. Okay. And all of them, the good part is that they believe in the vision. And they believe in the vision that it is going to become big. It is going to impact a billion lives. Okay. Everyone believes in that. Okay, that's amazing. Uh, so I think uh, my next question was going to be. Uh, I think you answered it to an extent, but you are two-time entrepreneur. This is your second venture as an entrepreneur, and this is a very different magnitude from the niche you were talking about, where you you build platforms for the marketers. Uh, so, what is the different or similar experience between the two? They are class apart, and we learn in everything. Yeah, and uh, and what is the learning you learn from there, which you use here? Everything. So, I was working. What probably I while working in advertising, I working with marketers. I got to understand what people want. Okay. So, we should actually be creating something which our customers want. it should not be invasive okay like your product or solution should not be a forceful solution okay they should be able to use it at your will and there should this should, it should address a critical need okay that was one learning second thing i realized that um uh, 
I always see these marketeers as while at the helm, they create an impact. Yeah. They see an unhidden, you know, hidden need. Before I always say, my colleagues, they say, "No, no, no, technology is not uh, happening." I always say, before Apple happened, nobody knew that Apple even pen. When someone wanted to start a pen, and people were using Siahi or what you call ink, people were not able to, no, not able to accept that too. Yeah, yeah. So I understand actually, marketeers are resilient people. Yeah. Uh, it made me resilient. If I were not resilient, probably I would not be doing this. Okay. I would have run away. Yeah, definitely. Fifty-nine knows. Fifty-nine noon is one part, but the other other part of that is working in a market which is very, very massively, massively unorganized. Yeah. Which so probably for most of our customers beyond Facebook. And uh, I would say, uh, you know, to some extent, Amazon, we are the first technology interventions to them. Wow. We are the first intervention to their, their entire practice. And we take pride in that. We are creating that change. So this, this has been working as a, working with marketeers have been amazing, amazing things. You know, amazing in the experience for me. Working in advertising probably changed my life. I worked on some of the best campaigns uh, while working with the brands, and uh, in fact, I co-created some of some of the uh, you know some of those campaigns, only to basically the you know IP rights. I should not be naming naming some of those campaigns, um, but uh, you know this is what we did. So, I think I so I think your first entrepreneur experience obviously helped you build your second business. Absolutely, absolutely. In fact, it got me money also. <laughs> Though, which I ended up spending, by the way, in first, uh, I would say, three or four months, I ended up spending all the money I had. Oh my God. So, I think money is not something which motivates you, it's the change which you're doing. Our ability to bring change. Money, see, money is an important part. I am, I'm basically, I always say myself is, so capitalism is the best thing that happened to the world. Okay. Because without capitalism, you cannot bring people out of poverty. Got it. You need so employment to uh, you know taxes, which actually feeds uh, the basically the people who would like to. And so, a state is a welfare state only if there is a capitalism. Yeah. Got it. So I always find myself is actually um, I'm a capitalist. Yeah. No, definitely you're capital, but I, th- I think money doesn't motivate you. It's the change which you're making which motivates absolutely, you. Absolutely, absolutely. World's best changes have been actually been brought brought upon to the world by the capitalists <laughs> because they don't like conflicts. Yeah, true. Yeah. So moving forward, uh, you're the, you, you were the only founder yeah. uh, for the longest time. And uh, recently, you have a co-founder who joined you. So... What was the journey of being a, a only founder? What are the challenges you faced, and where you felt the need for having a co-founder? See, when you are, uh, a, you know, there is. I always uh, have uh, a saying that uh, um, let's look at the bigger side. There is not always black and white of everything. Yeah. So. You know, on that extent, so when I was running a single co-founder, I was just doing it. Most of the responsibilities, everything um, were managed by me. 
I was actually, uh, you know, driving it from the front. When you have a co-founder with you, a large part of your responsibilities also goes to him in the same way that you would like to, um, you know, so co-founder is basically more than basically husband and wife as well. Yeah, yeah so, they say that, yeah. yeah. So it, it is beyond that, probably. Yeah. So probably what I see is from a growth perspective, complementing skills perspective, it's, it actually helps. Okay. But I always recommend everyone that uh, it certainly does not impact being a single co-founder or, or, or having multiple co-founder unless there is a match, match of minds. Okay. Don't just rush because someone is asking you to get a co-founder. Yeah, makes sense. Never do that. Okay. Okay, got it. I think the advice there is that go build it yourself and only get a co-founder when you find something, uh, someone who's in sync with you and uh, and can basically work with you in tandem. To Absolutely. Compliment you. Compliment. To some extent. Yeah, makes basically two halves make a one or four halves make a one. So, so this is, but this is for those people who do not have a co-founder. But yeah. they are, this is always people who start as a co-founders. Yeah. Uh, that's how, uh, you know, it happens. Yeah, yeah. But there are also people move out. In fact, a lot of successful companies in India are single co-founder companies. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you start looking at uh, the companies uh, which, which has... Uh, Gone into IPO to a couple of other companies as well. Yeah, sure, definitely that makes sense. And uh, what about your f- fundraising story? Uh, would you put more light on it? Your, your your recent round and the challenges you faced, or obviously the first round you explained us the, the challenges you faced before you closed your first round. And where does this journey go now? Fundraising. See how we see ourselves as uh, you know empowering. 500,000 doctors to be able to deliver better healthcare to their patients with access of, uh, you know, technology, learning, and quality medicines. So why our e-commerce is about, though we are a B2B2C company, and what we see doctors as, you know, uh, in a perspective that they have learning, they can actually do everything on the platform. So it has two benefits. A, our doctors are able to deliver better healthcare. I mean, I, I mean, quality medicines only because fake medicine, spiritual medicine, another big problem here. Yeah. And on top of that, empowering small manufacturers will also level up the industry because India has over 900,000 pharmacy units approved by government of India. Wow. To be able to produce Ayurveda products. Okay. So this is also so actually to power them. Of course, we would need capital. We would continue to raise, raise, you know, do that. But at the same time, what we are making is a robust company where uh, you know, uh, you know, what we call uh, we, are, we would like to be um, spending money very, very responsibly, and uh, of course, making the company profitable. Okay, got it. And uh, so, if you put more light, uh, so you've raised 2.5 million, that's the aim. Are you planning to raise more money now? So, for a startup, it's a, you know uh, ongoing process at the stage we are where we can actually grow uh, 50x from where we are. Okay, amazing. So, for that, of course, we need money. Okay. Uh, we'll, of course, we're raising money. Okay, great. That's amazing. And uh, so, you explain a lot about Nidhogh Street. 
can you explain the journey for the customer how it works and for the doctors how how the platform works and and how are you uh, going to change that journey or you going to expand on that journey now it is very simple it's a very simple product for our doctors okay what we believe simple so unlike all healthcare systems there are three dots in this healthcare system or as well yeah doctors yeah uh, medicine manufacturers yeah and basically the customers i don't like to use the term patient generally okay india has 1.3 million you know individual non western medicine practitioners so first we started as i told you with a digital social network of the doctors yes and then we started uh, what we realized doctors needs quality medicines because as per law these doctors are allowed to write prescription and also give medicines okay which okay. is not available to the uh, other segment of practitioners okay and because uh, because there are no there are no pharmacies for ayurveda right as such absolutely you are absolutely right yeah so what we have seen uh, over time is that um, you know so how we see niroga street as uh, you know like uh, i would say is uh, digitizing supply chain can help build trust Okay. and improve the quality of care that ayurveda community provide to the patients okay and so this is ayurveda problem of ayurveda is a problem of supply not of demand okay. so a doctors come on our social network they engage among themselves the network the share cases and the case repository actually helps them in delivering better healthcare Okay. one of our important annual property ayurveda olympiad attracts over 20 25000 doctors every year who participate in and test their knowledge okay. on our platform so first thing is that second is we have our own uh, you know how we call it it's so basically niroga street is basically a, a social commerce uh, plus ehr okay so doctors are able to learn on the platform okay do transaction okay able to order on behalf of their patients okay stock medicine at their and also use our technology to digitize their clinic this is what they do okay and the customers can make bookings on the platform and, and find doctors so while uh, we are not a customer focused company as of now okay uh, much of that what we do is we actually direct them to we we actually prefer um, patients going to the practitioners Okay. and uh, this is going to this has been the trend people want to meet healthcare is actually what we have seen is um, people want to meet so then there is a doctors are able to do teleconsultation using rogue platform so of course patients can book but we are basically a doctor focused organization we build solution and services which helps our doctors in delivering better healthcare got it that makes sense so uh uh would uh, uh, niroga street ever go and make products of ayurveda and start uh, like selling them or is that something you would go into like manufacturing or you want to be tech focused uh, business enabling doctors to use a platform and be be able to help them so we will create i would say ola 2.0 or zomato 2.0 for india for ayurveda okay for yeah that makes sense that helps us uh, but ola is going into manufacturing of cars now and that's cars. basically uh, that's a th- another business but how they actually uh, perceived how actually they define the tech landscape of this country okay but or, or say for example sense. yeah 
that's how uh, you know i would look at it empowering more down. and uh, makes it any advice you want to give people who want to start their own business or startups of how they should go about it that now that you're on, on a journey of success what okay. would you like to tell people nothing then everyone starts and they learn themselves everyone has their own learning trajectory okay but anything you would like to impart your knowledge after obviously the experience you had the resilience for maybe of uh, ambition or the knowing of what you want to do i always have a three thing ambition execution resilience that's all So R and B sun. That's amazing. I I think that is very helpful. And help one million practitioners deliver better healthcare. That's the ambition that we have. We are executing on that, and uh, of course, only resilience will take us uh, to do that. That's all. Amazing. So I would like to thank you for your time and uh, thank you for coming on the digital couch. Thank you, Ram. Thank you so much for being an amazing uh, host, uh, Mansu, and uh, you are just amazing. Look forward to being with you Thank again you. soon. Thank you, and I wish you luck for what you are doing because I'm I'm really impressed, and I'm really looking forward to the changing landscape of Ayurveda in India and abroad. Thanks for tuning into this episode. We hope you found it useful. Do write to us at the digital couch at vfirst.com for any suggestions. To know more about Value First, visit www.vfirst.com. See you in our next episode. Till then, keep spreading joy.